0: <sighs> A bloodbath it were. The battle for Aurora had begun. And as soon as the gates were brought down, we were burning up ogres left and right. Things got toasty, if you know what I mean. But then that second wave of icicles and ogre kin hit us hard as it did. Our Verican sisters and brothers were falling all around us. And once inside the walls, what horrors were waiting. Thinking on it now still runs my blood cold. I suppose it's worth mentioning that Reclaimer fellow, though. I did not know if we'd lost the day until he showed up. The course decisive, and outcome yet known, for better or worse, we were committed.
1: The second wave of the Battle of Aurora begins to flood through the gates. At least 10 ogres are coming through, surrounded by a good dozen icelings. Above, the gray cloaks are reloading their arrows. You all are standing amongst the battlefield, fallen ogres in front of you. Colun, you are back by the Ballistas. Telnius, you are up on the wall. Rory and Ayas, you're down there with the main infantry. The ogres will make their attacks. So the first couple come in, and Leon, he is able to turn around He sees one of the ogres with its frost axe up and it swings down. He's able to duck under that and the next attack he brings up his sword and sparks fly as the frost axe and name taker collide and he's just screaming in pure fury. The next two attack Uba and Uger. The bear is able to kind of rush behind as it's flinging its axe toward Uba. The last two come up to... Rory and Ias as the first one swings and does a 24 hit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it hits. You take eight points of damage. This is a magical weapon, and so your resistance does not apply, and you take an extra six points of frost damage as the sword swipes across your chest. So 14 damage total? Yeah. This thing just rushes forward over the dead bodies, Seemingly unnerved by the amount of flame that is still even on the battlefield and just knows its job is to kill. The last one rushes up, its eyes ablaze with blue. 22 to hit for Ayas. 14 points of damage, 5 points of cold damage.
2: So 19 total?
1: Yeah. Ow! Next (laughs) the. That wave of ogres, though, is stopped by the amount of infantry, so they don't reach you, Kallun. Okay. Two of the ballistas go off, though. Both of them hit the ogre that is going against Leon, and so in the stomach, this giant arrow shoves in the last one literally through the face of the ogre it falls backwards dead. And the third Ballista, Kaloon, you actually hear someone next to you like, help us reload! And he's handing you one of these arrows. Can you do just a quick dexterity check? It'll just be like a reaction. 11. Nice, yeah. You needed a 10. That's perfect. (laughs) And so, yeah, you fumble around with it because you've never like loaded one of these, but you're able to help this Varrican get the arrow in. And just at the last second, though a javelin flies over the wall of soldiers fighting. And I catch it. Actually, yeah, it only got like an eight. You're able to look up and how do you want to block this javelin from hitting the guy who's shooting the ballista?
3: Okay, so I bring Gylick around in a twirling arc and then I hit it on the head of the javelin and knock it into the ground beside the guy. <laughs> That's awesome. So he looks to you with the, the guy
1: who's shooting the Ballista, the Varican soldier, and he just gives he has a look of gratitude. You just saved his life and he shoots the Ballista. He deals 17 points of damage to the ogre in front of Rory. Now we Which gives
4: me an attack of opportunity against him, right? It does not. So
1: <laughs> we're just going to go in a circle, and we're going to start with Telnius because you're up on the wall and you had started the battle last time.
2: I know that Aias and Rory took damage. How many of our infantry took damage on this wave?
1: Ooh, good question. So I'm just going to roll d20s. 16 of the infantry have fallen, Six of the ogres took extra damage of those ten ogres that are in there. So one is down, so there's now nine ogres within that battlefield.
2: Yeah, I want to roll an investigation and see. So I can see, obviously, what's on the battlefield now, but I want to see what is coming next. Sure. Ten.
1: With a 10, you're just able to see, it looks like this is the majority of the ogres. It looks like there's not that many ogres after. You see one or two rushing toward the gate. With that roll, you do hear a few shouts coming from the eastern wall. As if some kind of...
2: Scrimmage is going on there. Scrimmage
1: has started on the eastern wall. You hear a few Varricans screaming out, and you hear some of the icicles giving their screeches as well, as if warning and pulling forces that way as well. Okay. Okay? Cool. We're going to jump over to Ias.
5: The ogre slashed me with his axe. Yes. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So came right up to me, slashed me with the axe. I take Vanessa, and I focus its energy, and I just flame up the blade. I move my sword around in a circle, and then I just rush forward at the uh, ogre.
1: Are you doing an intimidation check with the flame? Yeah, go ahead and roll with advantage. (laughs) Wink. 23. After you have lit your blade and brought it around in a circle, you've almost dazzled it, and it is now fearful of that flame. It now takes... Disadvantage on its turn, and you also have advantage. To A- hit it.
5: That's awesome. I race forward and I slash at its thigh with Perfect. my blade. Awesome. 14.
1: Nice, yes, yeah, because
5: they're 11, right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. roll your damage. 11 points of damage, 4 points of hot on the thigh of the ogre. And then for Perfect. my second attack, I spin around three times to the other side of him, and I try to get the other thigh. 13. Six points of damage, seven points of hot.
1: You did just exactly what you said. You're just slicing into the legs of these. Its movement is now halved because you are specifically targeting the legs. Kahlun, we're going to come back
3: to you. Are there ballastay on top of the towers or just at the bottom?
1: So there's three ballastays, Behind the infantry, on top of the sniper towers, there's one sniper per tower, and it's those crossbow snipers.
3: Okay, so just crossbows up there, nothing. Yes, nothing big. Nothing okay. big. Are, are you want to take over
1: one of those Belistes? They do three d twelve of damage. If you want to start taking down some ogres.
3: Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that for now. So while the, I think up of what else I want to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure. Yeah. And yeah. so
3: the guy whose life you just saved, you can tell
1: he's like super spooked and shaky when when they're reloading the next one.
3: Okay, so I just grab him by the cuff of the neck and throw him backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: do, I'll do it. Like, get out of the way. <laughs> and you climb into the seat of this Belize Day. And it's like, it's kind of like the best way to describe it it, it kind of has the up and down, left and right of the gunners from the Star Millennium Wars. Falcon. That's Falcon. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to take aim at one of the ones that's in front of Rory or? Yeah, Ius? who seems to
3: be more in more danger, Rory Ias or Leon?
1: The one in front of Rory is actually at the most amount of health at the moment.
3: So it's an eighteen.
1: Yeah, you're looking for an eleven. That's perfect. And so go ahead, roll three d twelve. If anyone wants to lend Ooh. him a d twelve.
3: Nah. Twenty-one points of damage. This
1: giant arrow strikes rory it whizzes over your head by a couple feet so not even close but you feel the wind of it as it right into the right of the chest so not quite to the heart but it starts gushing blood and as it grabs the arrow and begins to try to break it but these are pretty tough so it's pretty distracted as we come to your turn the
4: shaft of this bolt is sticking out of it. Yeah. I'm going to try and jump up and like springboard off of the bolt.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. And
4: then my idea is to jump up off of that and then swing my hammer down onto its head. As onto I'm cool to its head. head, perfect. Yeah. Yes. Give me an a- athletics check. First. Athletic, nice. Yeah. Nice, 20. I get to re-roll strength check, so that was... Yes, perfect. Okay. <laughs> springboard up in the air one arm on my war hammer. I'm gonna then... give you advantage on this roll because that's too cool. Twenty. Yeah, that hits. Go for your damage. 14 damage. Yeah, so springboard off of it, swing my hammer down. You kill it, kah! so crush its head into its shoulders. <laughs> 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 so oh, its whole cranium oh, collapses. It's falling backwards and I'm falling forwards on it. And I use that momentum to roll forward Then, as I'm popping up swinging at the next one in front of me.
1: This one is flanked by Uba on his bear, and so you gain advantage on the attack.
4: 21 to hit. You more than hit. 14 again as I swing at its like midsection. Perfect. And
1: actually right after you, Uba and Ugar are going to make their attacks. And so the bear is just raking into its back as, where did you hit it again? It's midsection. Midsection, yeah. As you hit it into the side, it begins to collapse forward and you're able to easily sidestep this thing as Uba has now launched off of his bear and he's riding the club in the back of this ogre's head down and he's standing on top of it and the bear is behind. Its maw is covered with blood. Its claws are also covered with this cold, weird ogre's blood. He just kind of gives you a look and looks behind him for the next one. I
4: try and high five the
1: bear. Nice, yeah. (laughs) Do you actually see Leon now? He's sparring with one of the ogres, he's able to hit and he brings his blade across the bottom stomach. This is one of them that has again another, like another ogre has stepped into focus, and the Belistes have fired again only one of them hit it but in conjunction with the Balliste arrow and his sword name taker draws across the bottom of his stomach you just see ogre guts spill onto the battlefield as it falls to its knees and falls backwards so we are
2: crushing Hmm. like they have no chance against us like i'm i'm done using third and second level
3: spells (laughs) at at this point but you think they smell bad on the outside (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I Yeah, I imagine that's kind of what their innards look like, is the inside of a Tauntaun, because yeah. it kind of is that like weird, pale, purple Pasta look. Yeah. yeah. At this point, the icicles are beginning to engage with the Varrican, and the Varrican are able to beat back quite a few of them, because you guys have a force of like 200 that are spilling in, and as they're falling, they're being replaced by another forefront of soldiers. One of them rushes up to you, Rory, and actually gains a critical hit. Ooh. This is, ooh, okay. So you just take nine points of damage. It's not biting you this time. It's raking its claws across your face and across your chest.
4: So it's the slashing damage? Right, but
1: it was also imbued with that cold damage, so. You take another six
4: points of damage. So the nine points, is that halved because of my resistance, but the cold is not?
1: No, the cold is just the damage from the magic, and all of it is a magical attack, so uh, none see. of it is halved. So 15 points of damage okay. to Rory.
4: Gotcha. That's quite the hit.
1: Yeah. This one kind of came up and surprised you. It got a critical hit. 16 hit your AC, IS? It is my AC. All right. So that means it hits... It's going to deal three points of damage with its claws and another four points of cold damage. So seven points of damage total to you, Is. I thought you guys were wanting to communicate something to me.
3: No, we're just joking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It was really funny, though.
1: Awesome. <laughs> um, at that point, funny. one of them leaps up to <laughs> Kallun <laughs> while he's on the Belisa. Some of them have spilled through and made its way through it breaking rank of the shield wall. This one gets a 20 to hit, Kowloon, as it leaps over the Beliste. Actually, I'm going to give you a reaction because the crossbow bolt or the Beliste bolt had just gotten loaded. It's literally jumping in front. I'm going to give you a quick reaction to try and hit this thing midair. Okay. This is one of the, like, giant ones, like, crawling over a lot of the soldiers. So this is an
3: icicle? Yes. Okay. So... I use this opportunity to test out my new pendant and I raise myself from the seat of the ballista bolt jump into the air and as I jump into the air I turn into a giant dire wolf <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god and bite it in the neck as I claw it Yes <laughs> take advantage on the hit cuz you
1: have just shocked this thing it has no idea in 11 that's the yeah that's the AC
2: for both the ogres and the ice icicles? Yeah. Wow.
1: Oh, awesome.
2: So
3: Dang. These ones
1: aren't wearing armor like the other ones that were in the forest. Okay. They're naked.
3: So do I only get the one bite attack or do I get the claws you as well? You get the claws as well. Okay. Do I get advantage on the claws? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I hit with both claws.
4: Perfect.
3: And then each do seven points of damage. So that is 21 points of damage.
4: Dude.
3: Carry the one. Perfect. Yeah. 21 yeah that's it's it's (laughs) and it must succeed on a dc 13 strength save unless it's and not down oh it's dead okay once you've bit it do you go
4: and shake your head back and forth with (laughs) it
3: yeah i shake my head and then i drop it and howl into the air oh and try to intimidate everyone
1: oh my god yeah (laughs) so yeah
3: there's other icicles and like
1: one or two ogres around you because you still took damage, and you had taken six points of damage as the wolf, though, because you had transformed into the wolf mid-air, as your first claws go into the ice icicle, and this thing's like bringing its weird elongated arms, leaping over the day. It had raked across the side of the wolf's face, and just as it was doing that, you're able to put your jaw over the neck of this thing, and. You collide with it, bring it down with you, and like you said, like sh- yeah. shake it around and howl. Yeah,
3: shake it around and howl, and then it's a 24 to intimidation.
1: Yeah, they rolled a uh, 6 and then a 9. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so all the icicles around you are looking at you, and they're they're actually kind of shaking, kind of pulling back away. Telnius, we're going to come to you.
2: How many icicles and, and ogres are up, and how many infantry is up?
1: There are still... Five ogres up, and 16 of the infantry had gone down, but mm-hmm. they're being replaced again by another layer of infantry. Oh, well, I'm
2: sorry, what about icicles?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's still seven left. Okay. Three of them are around Colin. The other ones are being engaged by the other Varican.
2: I'm going to cast Sacred Flame on the ogre that is fighting with Uba and Uga. Perfect. Okay, so he has to make a dex save.
1: Nice. It's
2: ooger (laughs) and booger.
4: Like, here's a tissue for all of your boogers. It's a dexterity save.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: DC 14.
1: That's hilarious. I rolled 14, and it's a minus one dexterity.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So he takes seven points of fire damage.
1: Oh, nice. And he's now intimidated because uh, he's been harmed by fire.
2: I do another investigation. I want to look at the scrimmage that's happening <laughs> on the eastern wall.
1: The skirmish?
3: Yeah, no, it's just a dry erase board with a bunch of X's and O's written on there <laughs> with arrows everywhere.
1: Before you roll your investigation, you actually hear your name being called from higher up on the sniper tower, and when you look straight up, you see Lumen sticking her head out, and she says, Tell me us. You have to see this, and she it has just disengaged her scope off of her crossbow sniper, and she's dropping it down to you. All right, I try to please catch fumble it. it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I rolled a five.
1: What do you add to dexterity?
2: Not, I don't have any dexterity.
3: <laughs> so,
2: you know what? Hold on, I still have. Wait. No, I don't have Inspiration.
3: Oh. Yeah, you have an advantage. Yeah. Did you no, already use I it? used
2: my Inspiration on the fourth game, or well. fourth episode, so <laughs> no oh, <shoot>. Inspiration.
1: <clears throat> what did you use Inspiration for? You've only cast Fireball and, and Calm Emotions. I used
2: Inspiration to save on a constitution check. You, th- Wait,
1: they
3: ha- but you had that was rested. the night before. Oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He was I was marching up to the gates. Yeah, I cast it again.
2: So I rolled again, and now I have 17.
3: Perfect. It, <laughs> nice.
1: Could have been bad. Yeah. But Lumen's just like, what the hell, man?
4: <laughs> She's like, do you have another dice to roll or what? <laughs> She's
1: also throwing down a scope to someone with only one hand and it's their offhand. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so my
2: first, so my first, I like, I'm not expecting it. And I go to catch it and it slips out. and I'm like, no, no. And I remember your song and I'm like,
1: Call it's literally like cry? it's slipping out of your hands and about to go forward over the wall and it like comes out of your hand and hits off the wall of your walkway yeah. and you're able to catch it off that first bounce and you look up into the scope and mm-hmm. you look out. Give me a perception roll with advantage 13 you are looking to try and see where Jarl Vega and Jarl Erica are having their skirmish, but You can't quite see the past the buildings. You do see though, at the very edge of the buildings leading to that quarter of the city, you see the backs of these icicles. So it looks like you can now see at least the icicles. As you're watching that, you begin to see one of the icicles being lifted into the air just on the edge of Jarl Vega's glaive. And he's got a shield in his left hand and he's got this like 10 foot glaive with his right hand and he's shoving it through and just throwing it to the side and he's shield bashing another one Jarl erica comes up and she beheads an icicle with both of her axes and they're screaming out into the courtyard as they're coming into view though lumen says no no the mead hall and you bring your scope above the elec the elder tree which you can tell is like in pretty disrepair. Remember, Rory had said something about the front facade of the Mead Hall Palace. Yeah, being burned. Being burned, and a lot of that front facade. You see the rest of it knocked away by this giant hand. And when I say giant, I don't mean Ogre Kin size hand and it's coming up. I mean fucking huge, monstrous. Frost giant knocking away debris and leaning its head from under the top rafters and standing full, bringing off from its side a great axe that is the size of one of these ogres that you have been fighting. Wow. It rushes into skirmish with Jarl Vega and Jarl Erika, a large blue stone amulet glowing from around the giant's neck as it goes to approach. Also, coming out from this Mead Hall Palace, it seems to be around 10. I'm going to call them ice wings, but it looks as if peritons that have been deformed into this icicle formation. They've been Like they've been bitten by an icicle
2: yeah. and turned into a periton.
1: So they're taking on more of that eagle. They still have the face- of an elk and the antlers, but they now kind of have a more wolfish maw and the talons are more prominent Mm. on the hind legs. These ice wings fly out and some of them engage with the Varrican there on that side. The other ones begin heading toward the main gate as Giselle's shouting from the other tower for the gray cloaks to turn and engage those. Captain Giselle also shouts... From the sniper tower, the forest, the forest too. Look, look to the south. You turn around and go to the other wall. You see another hundred of these icicles being summoned from out of the forest, flanking the backside of the Varrican infantry. Hmm.
3: You're just so confounded by what you're witnessing. Just to verify real quick, if we were to look, would we be able to see this giant's head over top of the 80-foot wall?
1: Absolutely. Rory, Kaloon, and Ayas, just as you catch wind of this, you're able to look up. Telnius, you do look back toward the frost giant, almost not believing your eyes. Same with Rory, Calhoun and Ayas. You all look up from the battle, still kind of keeping perception of the ogres around you. Calhoun, you're literally a wolf still. so. <laughs> and this is all with
6: kind of... With the
3: mind of a dwarf. <laughs> this two is,
6: more rounds. Yeah. Half dwarf.
1: This is all happening pretty instantaneously. Soldiers are dropping quickly with that scouting crew with Jarl Erika and Vega. Jarl Erika looks up from the icelings around her, sees this monstrosity in front of her. She throws both of her axes into the giant and tries to run away back toward the main gate to try to join up with your forces. You see as the giant with its right hand it had already pulled that great axe with its left hand, reaches down and grabs up Erica. She is not able to get away. So, Erica is now captured within the grasp of the frost giant. It then attacks Vega with its great axe, and Vega is actually able to block the great axe with his shield, but his shield bursts at the force of the great axe and sending him backwards 10 feet. His left arm is now maimed. Vega then leaps into the air, running three steps, and he brings his glaive into the giant's stomach. The giant makes a second attack, sweeps the axe down, and strikes Vega, knocking him off of the giant's body. The giant then turns toward the front gates and, with Erica in tow, begins to charge. As he comes to you all, a bow of the elec tree, the elder tree, breaks, snaps just as he passes by mindlessly. Uba screams to the rowdy boys, Follow me! We need to take that giant down before he reaches the gates! He must not escape! He leads a charge with Uger through the chaos of the battle. So you guys, Rory and Ayas especially, can kind of stay behind Uger the bear as he charges through the ogres, he's taking the brunt force of the remaining few ogres and icicles. Kalun, you're able to kind of pass through easily as this ice wolf. It's lasting this round to get you ahead.
3: Okay. So I'll have one more round at the ice giant?
1: Exactly.
3: I don't think I got a turn.
1: Yeah, so we're going to jump back up to you. When you look straight down, no longer using the scope you see the rowdy boys being led by Uba further into the city, leaving the Varican forces to face off the rest of the ogres and the icelings behind.
2: Okay, does anyone know about the icelings behind? That's the only thing I wanted to do. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. So when you look down... You see Siggy grabbing people's shoulders and turning them around. Okay. And cool. Giselle had also yelled out to them. You see Shira, the black leopard, turning around and also facing with the, the Varrican there. Cool. What would you like to do on your turn as the frost giants coming into range? There's also ice wings on their way to the top of the front gate. Are the ice
2: wings clumped together?
1: There's about five of them clumped together. The other five have spread out to other groups.
2: I want to cast Fireball then on the center V I swing roll deck saves.
1: They got a 12 on their dexterity save. They fail. Oh, yeah. okay, great.
2: Three fives plus six is 21 plus four plus three plus two. So 30, 30. points of damage. Nice. And if they all failed, so just, boom, 30 points of fire damage.
1: And what's the radius of a fireball?
3: 20-foot radius. So the diameter 40s. is 40 feet. Yeah, 40 feet.
1: Oh, my God. You take out all five of these.
3: Yeah.
7: Yeah. Because awesome.
1: they were grouped together wow. and heading towards the Great Cloaks. Great Cloaks had their arrows drawn to engage <clears> with <throat> them. They don't even have to fire their arrows because Telnius, from that top and of the point, wall, yeah. Do you want to describe how it takes out all five of them?
2: I imagine it, like, because it shoots out as, like, a small, like, pebble, um, like a fiery pebble, and when it gets to its point of contact, it then blossoms into a fireball. So I imagine, I look at the lead ice wing, I imagine it just kind of, like, touching its chest, and as soon as that happens, it just engulfs the whole thing and kind of spreads backwards in a V, just kind of consuming them all in fire. And when the fire fades, all you see is just like mingled with the white snow that's falling is gray and black (gasps) snow. (laughs) Oh my god. amazing. And then I run up to the top with Lumen Yu. Oh, nice. So now it's just her and I on the very top.
1: It looks like the giant is about to meet with Uba and the rest of the Rowdy Boys in that front market area of the city. Okay. And that's about sixty feet away from you okay. from the sniper tower. Okay, cool. Okay, so you get up there and Lumen is like quickly readjusting the scope and taking aim. She's trying to help the Varican behind take out as many icelings as possible. So she's kind of firing out of the back of the sniper tower. Cool. And all you're I'll firing focus on the front, yeah on the front
5: So I saw the big thing coming Oh, yeah. Way. And yeah. now Uba's calling me to follow him. Mm-hmm. I've still got an ice icicle and an ice ogre next to me.
1: Yeah. So you can either disengage and follow them now, or you can finish your battle and then go.
5: Okay. I might as well take an attack because I can do a standard and a move.
1: Nice. Action. Perfect. So you yeah. notice that the Varican can have a lot easier time with the icicles, obviously, than the ogres.
5: Okay. This icicle raked down the front of me with its claws, right? Mm -hmm. With its arms downward in, like, a finishing motion, I just swipe its wrists with my blade, Mm. just chopping its hands off, hopefully.
1: 13. That hits. 11's the AC for both.
5: 7 points of damage, 3 points of fire.
1: Yeah, you chop off both of its arms, and it kind of falls to its knees, like, holding its... No offense, stumps. yeah, stumps n- <laughs> nubs like crying out.
5: Okay, and I make one final like turning slash at the ogre next to me. Nice, nat one. So <laughs> <you> just, <laughs> it like so was, it like rolled weird, and it was a nat one <laughs> and and a thirteen at the same time. And then I rolled it again, and it was a nat one. Yeah. So he's gonna
4: Good get some
1: Fates a, for you, <laughs> definitely get an attack of opportunity okay. on you. Sixteen to hit. Yep, that's your AC. Uh huh. Okay. But does it hit?
5: No. <laughs> it doesn't.
1: <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> so you had just cut off the hands of this iceling and you step forward to this frost ogre. And it had just kind of heard the frost giant come out. And you can see this smile on its face. So when you bring Vanessa up, it brings its hand up and meets the blade and just grabs the blade and just accepts the damage of that. Uh And then literally first just hits you with the end of his axe, like in the face, and your nose starts bleeding. And then he chops down into your shoulder. You take 14 points of damage from that axe hit. Okay.
5: Do I get released?
1: You can if you want to choose your move action to disengage, yeah.
5: Okay. At that point, like, I get knocked back and I just... Pull my sword from its hand and I uh, disengage and I take off after Uba. Real quickly, I just want to recall a knowledge check on the giant.
1: Yeah, give me nature. 14. So you're doing this on the frost giant? Yeah. Okay, so you disengage with the ogre and you rush up and you look this thing over and you're trying to recall. Everything from your time in Bjornheim when Finn would tell stories of the ancient giants, of Isvanya's army, all these kinds of things. And you remember and you go over your knowledge. As far as you know, Cold is not going to do a lick of any damage to these types of creatures. Nice. You follow Uba as he charges through the ogres. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Uba's got his great club almost like a large staff. He's holding it in the middle and he's just kind of knocking ogres out of the way. Not really attacking them, but just trying to shove them as the bear's charging through.
3: So it's like his bear is a canoe and his and his club is the paddle.
1: <laughs> he's rowing through ogres <laughs> yeah. toward the main gate. Yeah. What would you like to do, Kalloon? How do you want to follow
3: As a dire wolf, I'm gonna look to Ayas and I'm look to Rory, who are trying to run and keep up with this bear. I'm going to attempt I guess, an acrobatics role in order to put my wolf head between Aias's legs and clean okay. him up onto my back. Yeah. And then grab Rory up in my teeth and just run through the run through the crowd. <laughs> um, so Ias and Rory, you guys.
1: Holy shit, that's so fucking <laughs> awesome. You guys realize this. Do you accept this and, and you're like willingly being taken by him?
4: Would, so would that all be on his turn? Yeah. Okay. So then, yeah. Sure. I'll, I'll accept that. Because we're, cool. yeah. we're
1: going towards the frost giant. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Because I want to okay. get as close and to I, this thing y-
4: as I can get. And
3: I can get you there a lot faster than you can.
1: So take advantage since they are
4: working with you. Nice. The okay. Um,
1: Almost as like an aid of a
4: check. Can I say something as yeah. he's doing that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: No. As we, get, I hope
4: that's you, Cullin. <laughs> 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 but really, what I want to say is, like, as we get closer, toss me up in the air. Like as high up as you can get.
2: Are you going to respond or what?
4: I, I, I guess you can't because I'm know. in your mouth. Ooh. No, I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. and I like uh, pat the side yeah. of your jowl as, as, we go, right. as you're being carried. Good boy, good
1: boy. So, so we,
3: I got a 13.
1: So as you're doing this, one of the ogres is going to gain an attack of opportunity on you, because it's like big puppy, <laughs> go <Yeah>. by, <laughs> must kill. And it only got an 11 to hit your AC. Oh,
3: okay. Which is great. Yeah, so yeah. my AC is, as a wolf is 14.
1: and Which is fine anyway, because once you come out of that wolf form, oh, all, yeah. the damage yeah, all the damage goes away, goes away anyway. Away.
3: So do I get to the Ice Giant on this turn?
1: What's your speed as a dire wolf? 50. You pick up Aias, you shuffle your head under his legs, <laughs> and so he's cool. riding on the back. You grab up Rory, and he's kind of yelling... Yeah. Hope that's you. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the ogres leaps out of the fray and is bringing its axe down. You literally jump over this ogre as you continue on. And you actually come up side by side with... Ogre, you guys are rushing through the fray there's about two more o- ogres rory wouldn't really have an opportunity but do you want to take an a- attack of opportunity on one of the ogres as you are traveling
3: uh i do i aim rory towards one of the ogres 12 <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're like swinging him by his
3: legs <laughs> yeah i just turned my head to the side where rory's like facing an <laughs> ogre with it <laughs> he's
4: trying to like kick out at it yeah yeah okay so what would that be <laughs> just
3: a strength check Ayes,
1: what'd you get for your attack?
5: I slash away with <laughs> seven points of damage and two points of fire.
1: That ogre is not only surprised, but it is now intimidated by the presence of fire. As you slash across its face, you're opening up its cheek just at its jawline. like You're just gashing it, because you're now like at level with them being on top of this <laughs> dire wolf. And Roy, what'd you get with your strength check? 22. <laughs> <laughs> just check itself, not damage. Right. Kowloon, you swing your head up. Rory, you see this opportunity to kind of like double kick one of the ogres back, and he totally fails. You literally plant your legs into his chest, and he flies backwards, both with the speed of this wolf and with the kick of your legs. <laughs> That's insane. Physics. You you guys are just like (laughs) pummeling through these ogres. Like somehow they're just like flying up. You guys break through the last of the ogre's forces and out into that main market square. The backdrop of the giant now is that elder tree standing at about the same height. Obviously the broken branches, it's disarray. You look around you now. This used to be a market square and has obviously not been upkept after the initial battle that were upon it 18 years ago. Uba comes up with Ugar below him and rears back the bear, kind of creating this circle where he's on the left side and Kaloon, you stop on the right side. You have Rory and Ayas in tow. You guys look up and see Erica in the left hand of this frost giant. You can tell that she has taken quite a lot of damage just from the original skirmish with the mm. icelings, and now is just at the end of her ropes in this frost giant's grasp. She's screaming down, especially to Uba. Run! Run from this place! All is lo- (sighs) The giant laughs laughs and crushes her and throws her limp body into a building.
2: Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday! Welcome one, welcome all to the part where I talk to you as me, Micah, instead of Telnius. But then the rest of the episode happens. Let's get real for a little bit, guys, with a Z. I personally appreciate each and every one of you for listening. That's right, Kelly. I'm talking to you. Kelly Worcestershire. You know who you are. Anyhowdy. As always, Andrew is our DM, Colin plays Colun, Brad plays Rory, Taylor plays Aias, and me plays Telnius. Go on ahead and mosey over to iTunes there, partner, and reach for the stars. To rate us, that is. Give us a review, and we'll shout you out on the old cast. Come hell or high water, we will make sure whatever crazy slash inspired username you've chosen for iTunes is known by all of our tens of fans. Do not miss this opportunity. Now, we need y'all to spread the Chasm Quest wanted posters all around town. Make sure all your friends and family know to look out for us. It might save their lives someday. You don't know. Get your booties, two tooties, over to some social meads and find us at, at @ChasmQuest on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also join our amazing fan-made Discord by contacting at BobTheFurby or at SignatoryC on Twitter and asking for an invite. If you're feeling like you would rather support our notorious, in a good way, deeds, you can head over to patreon.com slash chasmquest and get all the perks offered there, up to and including giving us money. And as always, a mighty large thanks to all of y'all already giving. Oh, oh, um, actually it looks like, uh, Telnius has something he he wants to say. Yeah, uh, Telnius, go right ahead. Hey, um... Gosh, I'm sorry to take your time here. I, I just wanted to personally stop by and say, Irene, Kurt, thank you so much for, for being honorary members of, of the Rowdy Boys. You, Your giving really helps uh, contribute to what we do. So uh, just wanted to say thanks. Um, stay toasty, huh? <laughs> um, okay, bye. Oh, uh, oh, all right. Well, um, but Bye fucking weirdo um anyway now their goes are not quite heroes watch them as they go okay i i think i was supposed to sing that but anyway with your ears because here's their promo Hey, I'm Steven, the DM from the newly launched Not Quite Heroes Podcast,
5: a real-play DD 5e podcast set in the world of Aventhear. Join us as our band of unlikely adventurers uncovers the secrets of this world built by a collaboration of creators from many of your favorite podcasts. You can find us at notquiteheroespodcast.com or on your favorite podcatchers such as Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at NQH Podcast to
1: keep up with our latest updates. As he was crushing her you guys watch as blood just pours from her eyes and from her mouth and he just tosses her to the side like a rag doll into one of the decrepit buildings uba screams
7: no my love no
1: and the bear is roaring and we're gonna go ahead and start attacks and uba's gonna go ahead and go first he rushes the bear forward and he leaps off of the back of the bear with his great club and he actually hits. He <laughs> launches himself into the crotch of the frost giant and just boom, with his great ax, dealing 15 points of damage and then lands behind it. The bear also coming up to engage the left leg. We're gonna go now to Telnius who has been watching this from an aerial view.
2: I'm gonna cast slow on the giant. It makes I'm, a
1: wisdom save, I'm guessing.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to cast it on his head so that no one else is affected by it. It's just him. And maybe if there's any ice wings that are flying above him, they might be affected if there's any ice wings around him. Or nice. if, like, Isvanya is up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Isvanya. Or Nordy.
1: <laughs>
3: the feckless Amarin, riding on his shoulders. I don't know. Aston. <laughs> yeah. Lumen.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what am I looking for with my your spell DC? DC on that's sixteen. He gets plus zero to Wisdom saves, and he rolled a fifteen. Oh! Oh, wow. oh, nice! Hell
2: yeah! All right. Well, then he failed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sounds like it. Yeah. He done that's that's awesome. did it.
1: <laughs> that's how that works. His speed <laughs> is now halved, sp- and any casting takes a full turn.
2: If he okay, so his speed is halved. Mm-hmm. His AC drops by two. Whoa! He cannot use reactions.
1: Go ahead and describe how you cast this.
2: I look into the sky for any more ice wings, but I see the biggest threat here really is the ice giant. And so I look into his eyes, and I don't know if he's looking at me or not, but I like point my finger right between his eyes I is where I focus, and I pull out this droplet of molasses. And <laughs> slowly, as the molasses... Crosses my vision between his eyes and the molasses, I start to see his form move as though it's in the molasses. Ooh. Wow! And so that's what yeah, I see, that's and what insane. starts that's happening to that's him. That's awesome! And yeah, you should,
4: you should shout. Your ass is molasses. <laughs> 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 okay. Your ass is molasses. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
1: nice. You guys watch as the frost giant had reacted first to Uba's attack and seemed to be bringing up its axe to attack him. It's almost as if his limbs are going through some type of molasses, yeah. something that something that very yeah, much maybe like slows a jello. Or or yeah. Peanut Jell-O butter. Or what am I trying to think of? So,
2: <laughs> and also, if, if he does cast a spell, let me know. I'll roll a d twenty. If mm. it's eleven or higher then his spell doesn't happen until his next turn. Wow! So cool. if it's 1 through 10, then it does happen. Perfect. Good gosh, that's amazing. Cool.
1: We're going to go over to Ias's turn.
5: Okay, I went ahead and I, uh, I took a bonus action to get a second wind, and I healed myself nice. for 9 points of damage. And so we're coming up on this thing, right? Oh, yeah. And it's towering over us like 40 feet, 50 feet. What are we talking here? 60 feet. 70 feet? Well, we could
3: see it over the wall, and the wall feet? is 80 feet.
5: 90, yeah, 90
4: feet? feet? Certainly not 100 feet. <laughs> 200 feet. <laughs> no, it's,
1: it's 60 feet. You didn't see it over the wall. You saw it through oh, the okay. gates. Okay. So 60 okay. feet.
5: I'm just focusing all my energy on the heat flames going straight for its ankle with just a side swipe. Perfect. 18. You do hit. Nice. 13 points of damage four points of heat and I'm like slashing like right from the ankle all the way to the like the back
1: tendon it roars out as you end your turn nope oh I'm sorry go ahead <laughs> incorrect and then I turn around <laughs> and
5: then I side swipe again flicking it out my blade out to the left at its Achilles tendon as a direct hit nice and this one's a critical hit oh Oh my
1: (laughs) god. (laughs)
5: Twenty-three points of damage and then eight points of flame.
1: Wow. Well, it's actually gonna roll a dexterity check, which it takes a uh, disadvantage on. Well it takes a penalty on. It remains standing. Although you it buckles at first because you're hitting that Achilles tendon, it still kinda remains standing, kinda reshifts its footing. And you can just hear him crying out in pain. I
5: expected him to laugh a little. Yeah. So I think we're doing good. <laughs> good. You got a you got a good hit on him. Yeah.
1: Definitely. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You just fucking crit. Yeah.
3: On a giant. I know. All right, Kaloon. What are you gonna do? Can I use one of my attacks as a strength check to toss Rory as high into the air as I can? Absolutely. Pro- probably like at least towards that javelin that's still sticking out of the giant's stomach. I assume. Oh, the Balancing this is bolt. as,
4: hot, as no, no, high I, up it was a and, and forward as you can go. Okay. It
3: was yeah.
1: Yarl Vega's glaive that was okay. still in the stomach. Yes, yeah. So I'm I'm Good thinking memory.
3: like even if even if I can't get him as high as he would want to go, if right. I can at least get him to the glaive. Yeah, I want to get him up up that high. Perfect. Seventeen.
1: So for your first action, you kind of bring your front front paws down and swing your head back, and, and
3: just throw Rory I'm two sizes above Rory yeah at this point so like I just oh, yeah. toss him in the air as high as I can
1: Rory, you you go how do you want to throw yourself toward it are you just kind of straight on or are you kind of doing that windmill oh
4: so no no I'm like I'm like supermanning forward like oh, perfect. I, I'm not I'm not swinging my hammer and I, uh-huh. I'm not expecting to get all the way up to its head uh-huh I'm just trying to get it up as high as I possibly can
1: all right, with a 17, you're on your way to its chest, but we'll resolve that when we come to your sure. turn. Kaloon, okay. go ahead and finish so, your attacks.
3: So I run. I see what Aias was doing, and I run over there because I know that my time as a direwolf is coming to an end. <laughs> Aww, and yeah. so I run over to the Achilles tendon as well, and I bite into it as deep as I can and claw it with one of my paws as I run by.
1: Perfect. Take advantage on that since it's already been damaged.
3: 13 for the bite. 23
1: well you take oh you're doing only one claw attack one claw yeah, one got bite. It. yeah because i would have had
3: two claws but i threw rory up into the air you got it perfect
5: okay. yeah so nice. you hit with both so your spell lowered its ac instead of giving advantage to hit
3: yeah right. okay uh so i do seven points of damage with the bite but then i do 15 points of damage with my claw what
1: that's 22
3: points of damage
1: holy <gasps> shit it's going to make one more dexterity save. You biting in and then clawing at the Achilles' heel, you just hear something snap. Nice. Its leg begins to buckle, and he actually goes down to a knee slowly, I guess. So <laughs> Rory, coming to your turn, because that does that end your turn? Mm-hmm. And at the, yeah. at the end of your turn, Ayas, you just look down and you see Kaloon. <laughs> Like biting its heel and like scratching it as Kalu. Uh, uh, the and then I, I, I
3: howl. In the,
8: I'm like,
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs>
4: um. <laughs> With a little roaring taste in your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
4: tastes way worse is as that, a person.
1: Is
2: that hot wine? <laughs>
1: Because
5: Rory's just soaked in hot (laughs) wine all the time. (laughs) Now he knows what it is. um, Been
1: hanging out with Talon too much. So Rory, you were heading straight for the chest, but as its left knee buckles,
4: you're heading straight for its face. Okay, so is the slow spell now above its head?
2: No. Once the slow spell has been cast, then Uh whoever it's cast on, that's just what happens to them. So no matter where they move, for the duration, that spell has been cast on them.
4: Okay. Yeah. Okay, so as I'm flying towards it, I would like to be able to grab onto its ear, if at all possible. It'll
1: have to be a dexterity check, actually. Okay.
4: So it's going to be a 10.
1: So he sees you coming for his face, and even though the slow spell is activated on him, you're not going for an attack. You're trying to grapple onto Uh him. You actually collide with the side of his face and he's able to shake a little bit and you're not able to hold on to the ear. Okay, so am I now falling? You are. Do you want to try to fall to the ground the rest of the way or do you want to try to catch yourself on like his shoulder or something? Um,
4: so I try to grab his ear, but I miss. And so I'm just like kind of pinwheeling now. But as you guys look up, you see the stone <sighs> in my shield glow. Oh. And I invoke taking flight. <gasps> And I'm going to try and just settle in on its shoulder. <laughs> standing on its shoulder.
1: How this plays out is, Rory, you had a whole game plan as to how you were going to be launched at its chest and make your attack and all that. Kowloon bringing it down to its knee changed the level at which you were heading toward. So you had to think quickly. You hit the side of his head, trying to grapple for his ear, but you begin falling Suddenly, anyone watching, especially Telnius, you get a full view of this. You see these black ethereal wings sprout out from the back of Rory that actually catch you as you fly up into the air. And you're able to land safely onto the giant's shoulder. I think that is a standard action, though, isn't it?
4: No, it's a bonus. It's no, a bonus
1: action. Oh wow. Okay. You still have a standard action. Cool.
4: Okay. Perfect. So um, now that I've like settled myself on its shoulder, yeah. You see the gem on my shield grow even brighter and focusing I mean I would like to focus this like inside of the ogre's head. I would like to invoke Death Swarm.
1: Oh my
4: god.
1: And that well that's a twenty foot diameter, correct?
2: Twenty foot radius. So forty foot diameter.
1: Yeah. So your wings dissipate back into your back. You glow the shield one more time. Around the entirety of the giant's head is this black swarm, making it difficult for him to see, and also, I believe, dealing damage if he fails on a dex save.
4: Uh, Constitution save of 15.
1: He gets a 16 on his constitution save.
4: So half as much damage. Okay, So So I need uh, a 4d10. 25, so 12. 12 points of damage.
1: Awesome, so he was able to bring his left hand, which is free, and kind of bat away some of these and move his head as far out from that area as possible. But you see half of his face is all clawed up. You see talon marks just all through the side of his face as his head exits that
4: death swarm. How long does that swarm last there?
1: I think it was up to a minute. That's your whole. That's your oh, standard. Oh, to keep it lasting. Yeah, there. concentration okay. means, and your concentration can be broken by an attack. Okay, which is coming up right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rory does nineteen hit your AC? He does he is not happy with you? The amount, dam- <laughs> the amount of damage. The amount of damage that you have cause to him and so he actually is able to bring that great axe around to his shoulder
4: to his own shoulder
1: oh yeah and it's coming right at you you had just activated this last one you all of a sudden see it looks like a wall of steel coming toward you but coming to a sharp end and I think it's only 3d12 (laughs) that's
3: not not bad I mean think about big he is he's pretty weak for his size
4: true
1: and then it is a D6 of cold damage. You take 25 points of damage and one point of cold damage.
4: And I'm not total. resistant to any of that? No,
1: because it's a magical weapon.
4: <sighs> Ouch. This is about as hurt as Rory's been this whole campaign. Rory's
2: going down, y'all.
1: <laughs> and
4: going down your,
1: Micah's so happy. He's like,
4: I'm finally. I'm not the one that's going down. So being attacked. Being Takes
1: away that concentration. You okay. see that death swarm go retract back into your shield and roll me a dexterity save to stay onto its shoulder or at least
4: back. This is getting to 16. Nice. Yeah, that's got to do it.
1: It'll contend his dexterity, which now takes a fucking minus. <laughs> nice,
4: <laughs> I give a oh. thumb, across the battlefield. I give a thumbs up to Telnius.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he you goes just, to bat you off. You like see his hand coming. You just like <laughs> step to the step to the side. I mean,
4: yeah, everything's slow. He's like attacking
1: with his axe with his right hand, and then trying to bat you away with his left hand. And he would make a second fucking attack on his turn, but nope, no,
4: he wouldn't. Did Um, he hurt himself with his axe?
1: No, he only hit you. Yeah. Although.
4: (laughs) (laughs) ah, That pulls it back right (laughs) away. Yeah. Although,
1: Rory, you do feel talons rake into your back as one of the ice wings has now come over the elder tree, having finished off the scouts. So if any of you look over to that back right east wall area. They're all dead. They're all dead, just a small collection of those icelings. Oh.
2: This <sighs> battle is fucking sick.
4: This is crazy.
2: We're gonna save so much on like food now.
4: Uh-huh. <laughs> Cause just Rory won't be there to eat
1: it. <laughs> just gonna be eating giant. Rory, you that take another ten point. points of damage Ooh. from a from its talent attack. Is that
2: a magical attack?
1: Ooh, it's a magical creature, but it's not a magical Boom. attack.
2: Nice. Nice.
5: Make that
1: five Five.
2: points of damage,
1: and then with its talon—oh, come on! With its wolf maw, fourteen to hit you. Nope. Okay, so you feel the talons go into your. What was
4: the what was the roll for the talon strike?
1: It was twenty-two.
2: Does that hit your AC?
4: Uh, I guess.
1: (laughs) So you now have this ice wing at its shoulder, and you've got the giant's head
4: right next to you. Rory the- has, like, the biggest grin you've ever seen, but you can also see there's <laughs> a lot of blood. Yeah. He's, <laughs> His he's teeth gone. are red. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's real happy, but he's also in a lot of pain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us after you have cast this spell, one of the ice wings is able to come up over the giant and head straight toward that sniper tower. Mm -hmm. And it actually flutters in, taking up that area that you've been looking through. And it is 23 to hit.
2: Okay, that hits. (laughs) So wait a minute. Hold on. So I'm in a sniper tower that has, like, a window in it, right? right? How large is the window?
4: It's at least one of the the width of one of these creatures (laughs) no no no
1: it's the the top of the sniper tower so it's open it's open to the rest of it yeah yeah because the opening is where the gate comes down it goes onto the wall you're on the next level where there's no cover above you
2: how large is the opening to go down further into the sniper tower
1: it's just like a hatch. So like a small only a medium creature could okay. fit through. Okay. <laughs> Retreat. Um, so, <laughs> I may so, have just give it away what I plan yeah, to do. <laughs> you you take six points of damage uh-huh. from the talons, and then it goes to bite down with its maw, and that is a twelve to hit your AC. Okay. Does it hit you?
2: My AC is thirteen, so no.
1: Perfect. So you're able to bring your hammer up and just kind of butt its wolfish. Face away from you cool the last eagle is going to attack uba who was behind and it hits uba takes Ooh.
3: Yeah. yeah but if we lose uba at least we don't have to like deal with him going through the the pain of loss you know well, why it's, it's, not it's we like, all <laughs> else did it it's just Everyone? like a clean cut The <laughs>
1: yeah. <else> <laughs> other one of us did it Ayas and Kowloon, you watch as right behind you, behind the giant's heel, one of the ice wings swoops down and its talons reach into the back of uba and you see him fall forward and you now see its jaw like go back and bite into his back and actually rips a pretty big (gasps) chunk out of uba's back you just hear him screaming and reaching up in horror as he takes that damage there's still two more of the ice wings they're going against the gray cloaks and they get close to the gray cloaks that are up on the wall it's a tit for tat it comes in it grabs one of the gray cloaks off and drops it off the wall and they're firing arrows but they're not really striking it the same with the the one on the right side so there's one ice wing on your sniper tower, Mm -hmm. Telnius, two, one each side on the wall attacking the gray cloaks, and then there's two in the giants battle, one attacking Rory, one attacking Uba. We're going to now go back to Telnius's turn.
2: Okay. On the catwalk that leads to the wall, there are still archers there that are firing down into the fray, correct?
1: Oh yeah. But they're more concentrated now on these ice wings. They are. Yeah. Okay. The ones, the gray cloaks on the wall? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Those were the ones being attacked, and a few of them have been picked up and dropped off of.
2: So then I want to look for, like, a cluster of five or six archers that are firing in a direction, and I want to use the bloodstone on my hand and uh, activate the air power to force the ice wing into the, like I see them firing a bunch of arrows and where there are a bunch of arrows flying out, I want to push the ice wing into that.
1: Oh, oh, oh my, my God, <laughs> that is amazing. You're giving the Great cloaks advantage mm-hmm. on their hits. So it also had to roll against to stay in flight. Right, It succeeds that it writes itself, But in order to do that, so you cast out this gust of wind, Mm -hmm. it reaches its left wing and you see it spiraling out of control and it kind of catches itself. And in order to catch itself, it has to stop moving. Mm -hmm. At this point, it looks up at you, like looking for what was that that just directed that. Mm. At that point, the gray cloaks, like five arrows go into the chest. It takes 15 points of damage, which is like half of its health. Okay. So it's still up, but it is now extremely wounded. And fuck, that was a bonus action. Yeah.
2: All right. And then uh, <laughs> and then I'm going to cast uh, Sacred Flame. So I get to roll to hit 16.
1: It's armor class is 13. Perfect. Okay.
2: And then I roll a D8 for points of fire damage. And then... For my move, I run into the hatch and close the hatch above me.
3: <laughs> Locking everybody else at the top of No, there's nobody. <laughs> Lumen. Oh, Lumen. Never mind. I leave it
2: open, but I, <laughs> I do definitely go down Aww. into
1: the... I thought maybe because of how you felt <laughs> oh shit. Lumen, yeah. you a- I, I Trapper like, up there I with the ice it, And I'm like, well, nah, I don't leave it open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. So you do leave it open. Tell us as you're coming down the hatch... You look up that ice wing that you had moved out of range from. He was coming back up like he's pissed at you. Yeah. And (laughs) he goes to like look into that area and you hear Lumen screaming because she doesn't, she didn't really know what was going on behind her as she was firing to the front. But you then see a flash of light blue the wings of Alexis. Oh, yeah. Ilana's periton seem to just take out the rest of this hell yeah they're tumbling toward the ground as you're climbing down in just kind of this battle back and forth hell yeah ilana on alexis's way up had dropped down to that infantry battle A sword with a shining bloodstone enters the chest of one of the ogres as Ilana had dropped from Alexis and tumbled to the ground before it. She raises two arrows to the ogre's face and the bloodstone at her scalp glows, a red ethereal mist. Connection to the sword in front of her. As she fires the arrows into the face of the monster, she then sheathes her bow as the sword exits from the ogre's chest and returns to her hand. Ilana screams and engages an iceling near her. Lumen also watches as a cavalry of horsemen are coming up the main road. This was the reinforcements that Lumen had sent Autumn for oh, to Avondale. At the front is a cloaked figure with black paint over his face. His red beard sticks out. He is atop a large elk. He is riding forward. As he rides forward, he summons from the ground eight elk that lead the charge with him into the icelings. They magically seem to grow out of the ground and charge with him. He raises a runic ax. The leader of this charge casts an ancient spell. His ax bursts into flames as he rides and strikes without fear the evil frozen creatures around him. I am here to reclaim this city for my people, for my family. Aurora will shine with northern lights once more. Aurora will sing with the forest spirits and cast a flame in the dead of winter he's striking down one iceling another the elks at his right and left taking out swarms of others as the horse lords seem to envelop the rest of the icelings around him i charge the elder gods to withhold their promise to these lands strikes again to protect and provide for their people strikes again bring us to victory and as he lifts up his axe once more, the cloak falls back, and in a fury, Finn is revealed yeah. yes! as the Reclaimer of Aurora. We're gonna. Oh, c- fuck. oh. yes! Rory
4: looks at Tony and winks.
1: <laughs> Taylor, we're gonna come back to you. Yes! Okay. You hear that charge go up behind the infantry as they're being flanked. You're now at this frost giant who is struggling against you guys. The
5: frost giant's in front of me. It's on a knee. Yes. It's bent over. Rory's on its shoulder, right? Correct. So I just, like, see Finn come into battle, and I just, like, big smile on my face, and I just sprint up the ice giant's leg. (laughs) I try to just sprint all the way up
4: to where Rory is. Give me an acrobatics. Are your arms pointed straight back behind you? Yes, you have
2: to Naruto (laughs) run.
4: I nat one. (laughs) (laughs) So you do actually
1: Uh, Naruto run. This is not an attack. And with the double minus of the dexterity check that the giant is making, It brought its three to fucking zero. You just succeeded a dexterity (laughs) check with a natural one, you motherfucker. (laughs) Fuck you, my God. Fuck you, Taylor.
5: Hell yeah. And I sprint up the back (sighs) of this (laughs) ice giant. I can't win. (laughs) (laughs) And I I get up its spine, and I see Rory, and I just kind of smirk at him. And then (laughs) I take my Vanessa, and I just hack down at the back of its neck perfect give me that roll oops
1: it's spinning it's spinning, <laughs> it's still spinning. spinning. we shall wait
4: wow. my beyblade now summons my wow monster.
3: that's legitness
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was legit. That one. That one.
4: That Oh my gosh! Stop rolling it like that. Oh my- <laughs> it was an accident. <laughs> so that one. You over. Rory so, <laughs> sees you run up behind him, swing your sword, and then he realizes you rolled a one. He's like, "Oh shit!" You're literally, <laughs> you're literally
1: overshooting this as you run up its back. It kind of is shaking to get you off, and at the last second. The ice wing, the
4: one that was attacking Rory. the one that was
1: attacking Rory sees you running up this side, and it kind of gusts away from Rory and then charges you, Ias. Awesome. <laughs>
5: That's what you want.
1: The 17 hit your AC. Yeah. Okay, so it's going to try and grapple you with its talons, and it doesn't grapple you, but it does nine points of damage as it claws your back. The frost giant also recognizes your rush up its back as it felt the heat of that blade. It's going to just blindly, so at disadvantage, swing its great axe behind it. Uh-oh.
2: Wait, uh oh. Wait, he can't take reaction because he's slowed. slowed. Uh oh. He can't have reaction attacks. <laughs>
1: So he's just swiping that. You take the attack on your back. He's swiping his great axe. You just completely duck underneath it, and you get your second attack. Nice. I'm flipping Micah R.
4: I I was going to have
3: so much fun with
1: this. He was going to
4: kill us all. This is,
3: It was one point away from your DC. <laughs> throw, throw us another one, man. We got this.
4: Yeah. An- another
1: chain. Tra- yeah. so- Says Kaloon, who hasn't taken any damage. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Good job.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. So I've got these ice talons in my back, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's
1: scraping your back, yeah.
5: I take Vanessa, and I regain my footing on the giant's back. I thrust the blade back up into the body of the ice wing. 18.
1: You definitely hit.
5: Cool. 10 points of damage, 4 points fire. I take an action surge, and Nice. I
1: assume this attack releases it from its back. Oh, yeah. It's no longer grappling on. As you strike back into it, it flies 10 feet away from you to get awesome. away. And then I whip
5: the blade around and hold the blade upside down and just bring it straight down into the giant's neck from where I'm standing.
1: All right. Take advantage Damn. on the attack since you're technically flanking it now.
5: 19. That hits. Six points of damage and an extra two points of hot.
1: It's not looking good. It's gushing blood and... Aren't we all?
2: (laughs) Now more than ever.
1: Rory is. (laughs) Frost giant is not frightened, but its health is very low. Kahlun's turn.
3: I don't like the way this giant's using his axe. In fact, I kind of think that maybe he shouldn't be having it in his hand anymore. Okay. So I cast shatter on the handle... But inside of his grasp Nice. So I want to do damage to his hand And I want to break his axe And make it fall to the ground So that's going to be 19 Points of damage What is your spell DC? 15 but I don't think he gets a save on this On shatter Each creature
1: in a 10 foot sphere Must make a constitution oh, the creature. Yes.
3: save Okay yeah you're right So yeah he gets a constitution save But his axe does not
1: so it takes half as much because it saved the constitution check. check. So that would be nine. nine. Yeah. But the shaft of the axe is not broken all the way. You hear this explosion come from its hand and you see splinters. He's still able to grasp onto it, but every attack he makes with it is going to be at disadvantage now. Okay. Nice. Nice. <sighs> Perfect. So he um, can yeah. only
2: make one attack, and at that attack is at disadvantage. disadvantage.
3: And <laughs> he's slow.
1: <laughs> Anything else you want to do on your turn?
3: Okay, so I'm going to say Ramarayasios and give Ayas a bardic inspiration.
1: Nice. Bow,
4: Perfect. Bow, 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 bow. What all can it be used for?
3: So it can be used to add to your attack. It can be used to add to your AC before you know the... All of these are before you know the outcome. Or it can be used to add to your damage if you've succeeded in your
4: attack. Okay. Brad. Okay. We'll go so, to turn. I just saw my rowdy boy, Ias, yeah, run up the side of this creature clumsily, yet successfully. No, I ran
5: <laughs> up okay. Right. I just
4: passed. Yeah. I ran right. way past I mean, you, with a one, <laughs> it was... A it was little clumsy, clumsy, but you, you did it like Naruto. Yeah, <laughs> but, you there. But, but you I got it. But I do everything there. like Naruto. <laughs> and then it got attacked by the ice. You got attacked by the ice wing, but you're okay. You successfully dispatched with that. And so, I see that, and so I just turn. I'm still on, its, on its shoulder, and so looking towards its ear, I just swing down with my hammer right into its ear. Ooh, like right into its eardrum. Yeah, nice. Go for your attack. Okay, so attack one is nine, but I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration. Perfect. And that's going to be 16 to hit. His nice. AC
1: is 13. Perfect.
4: So that's going to be 20 points of damage. Whoa. Yes.
1: <laughs> On what?
4: And it's eardrum. Oh, my God. Swinging gosh. my hammer oh, down, yeah. like, right into its ear. Yeah.
1: If he wants to try to... hear. Here. Yeah, if he's gonna do a perception <laughs> check for hearing, he's gonna take a, a
4: whopping disadvantage. Or just <laughs> overall
1: balance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything else
4: you're doing on I, your I'm gonna do I'm gonna probably gonna do the same thing again. Perfect.
3: I love that this ice giant stood up and was just like he just knew that he was the baddest thing on this battlefield yeah. and he is gonna just be taking everybody out. And then the rowdy boys show up, and he's just like, oh, crap, okay, 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 I give, I give. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle, (laughs) uncle.
5: (laughs) Ah, okay.
4: (laughs) I get it. Okay, so my first roll was a one. Nice. But I realized, and I don't think I've really used this this entire game, but I have a trait called lucky, which means if I roll a one on a d20 attack ability or save, I get to re-roll. Well, perfect. Huh. So you didn't critically fail. What, what was the next roll? So nice. with that re-roll, I got a 9. And so with my bonus, that would be 15.
2: Oh, okay. Then you still hit. Dude, that's an awesome ability. I forgot
5: about right? that for halflings.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's a
5: halfling I ability? I did
4: too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Halflings
5: can't halflings roll that very ones. lucky. I have something similar, but it's not for to hit rolls. Hmm.
4: Huh. And that is going to be 10 points of damage.
1: What is the last strike? You have on this frost giant.
4: So I see that it's weakened, and so I, what I just did had worked, and so I just go... <sighs> swing down as hard as I can, swing right into its ear canal, and burst through its ear canal. <laughs> oh, my God. And just like, make a giant like gash through the side of its neck down yeah. to its shoulder blade, and uh. then just rip my hammer out. Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> it just... Collapses to the other knee.
2: Do do your, do your thing. Which ooh, thing? Ooh, ooh. <laughs>
1: yeah. And you guys hear. <laughs> as it falls flat on its chest. Uber runs around and tackles the ice wing off of Uba. During its grapple, Uba snaps the neck of the ice wing, then runs to Erica's corpse. Alexis rakes her antlers through the chest of the ice wing it had brought to the ground. The gray cloaks also finish off the last of the ice wings. Ilana in the fray of the infantry stabs into the stomach of the last ogre, then leaps onto the sword remaining balanced, She stabs two arrows into its chest, then draws her bow and fires those two same arrows up through its chin. As the... Icelings are being rounded up, no longer hostile. You all have the opportunity to question the dying frost giant.
4: Whoa. Oh, is this a intelligent creature?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think the only one who understands him is You speak
2: giant, right? I
5: just walk over to its gigantic face, and it's like towering over me. I imagine this thing's face is like twice the size of my whole body.
1: The same size as your body, and so laying on its chest, its head is aimed to the right, and so from chin to forehead might be one and a half of you, but from ear to ear is like one of you.
5: I press my sword to its nose (laughs) And I say, who is your
6: leader
3: in giant? As soon as he says this, I realize what's going on, and I cast comprehend Languages on us us three. Oh, nice. No way. uh,
1: You can can do it on more than one person? Yeah, well, I just have to
3: burn more spells. That's amazing.
1: Whoa. (laughs) That is awesome. Okay. As soon as you ask this, the giant begins to mumble.
7: (laughs) A complicated question.
5: I pressed the blade four inches into its nose.
7: (laughs) The first to awaken the ogres in the north was an elf named Amrin. Once he awakened the ogres of Persarima. I came from the Irren By order Havisvanya, Am wields Nori's scepter, and has imbued those of the forest with the ancient Winter
6: magic. Ask him about what is the scepter he speaks of. I will ask, hold on. Um, where is Amarin now? Many
7: years ago, he came to Persarima. I met him there, and he gave charge to the ogres.
6: As to my knowledge he has returned to his nation of Ephraim. Of course. How did he obtain Naughty scepter?
7: <laughs> that is the wrong question. The true question is how long do you have until my brothers and sisters ...long enough to
6: destroy them, as we have done you. Ask, ask him to describe the scepter. Um, my friend seems very interested in this scepter. Well, um, can you describe it for me? <sighs> I remember...
7: ...a woven golden black... ...and silver on... Similar to my focus, I top
6: it. <laughs> he said that there was a. Did I, you understand him? I, okay, I, I can.
3: Real quick, Andrew, does that describe the scepter that I keep seeing in the visions? Okay, it right. does. Ari, did you
4: have something you wanted to say to him? I might have misheard. Did you say something about Amrin or something about Ari? He wants to know
6: if you said something about Amrin or Ari. I think might have it. It was uh, uh, Amory. Accru- okay, never mind. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that Naughty and Isvanya are both still alive?
8: <laughs> you do
7: not know the past of these lands very well. Isvanya became mother became goddess by killing Nori. Only his power remains, and Amrin has awakened her. She is not ill-minded, though. She knows of Amrin's plan. To kill her, and gain his own divinity, but <clears throat> here she will not abide this treachery.
0: Tarnius, can you heal him? Just a bit.
1: There yeah. is quite a bit of blood coming from where Gory. Gash the. Uh, gory? Uh, oh, did <laughs> Glory. I say Gory? <laughs> may as well be. Gory, really? Where Rory gashed and his neck is bleeding pretty profusely, where you could stop the bleeding at least. Okay. Stabilize him. No. I can't. <laughs> Just give it more time.
7: My brothers will return As Verheem grows colder, we grow stronger. Isfania will reclaim fame for herself as it was during Minshore Froza.
6: If Amarin seeks to overthrow Isfania's power, then Amarin must be an enemy to you.
7: She knows his plan to use your people as far to lure her south. <clears throat> she will defeat him. Elfraim will fall. Veraheem will fall. My death will not matter.
1: <clears throat> When the giant dies, his frost axe ceases to glow, his eyes turn black, the amulet at his chest grows dim. The icelings at the east wall and at the prison lose the glow of their eyes and stand completely still. A group of them had been feasting on the lifeless body of Vega. They discontinue. Finn's cavalry ends its attack as the icelings stop mid-track. All the ogres have fallen. All the ice wings have fallen. The icelings remain motionless, no longer one to command them. The frost giant has fallen unconscious. Aurora has been reclaimed.